Good morning. Welcome back to the broadcast from Retirement Network. I'm Jeff Snyder. This is BRN AM for Friday, November 3rd, 2023. And our top story today, how adult children can survive a great divorce. Joining me now to discuss this and a lot more, clinical therapist Carol Hughes. She's also the author of Home Will Never Be the Same Again. Carol, it's great to see you. Thanks so much for joining us on the program this morning. Oh, you're welcome. I'm really happy to be here. Thanks for inviting yeah. me. Yeah, this is a, so this is a, I'm going to say this is the second part of a series. Uh, yesterday, we did a, uh, a piece, a show on gray divorce and the, from the perspective of the divorcees. And obviously there's a lot going on there between rebuilding your life and restarting your life. But I thought it would be interesting to get the perspective from the child's perspective and the, uh, you know, the adult children. And I want to start off by asking you, how generally do, uh, I'm sure it runs the gamut, but how generally do adult children take um, a great divorce? Because I have to think from my own perspective, quite difficult. Yes. Um, so there's very little research still, Jeffrey, about the adult children of great divorce. The little bit that I was able to find uh, indicated about uh, over 50% of the adult children of gray divorce had some very strong negative feelings and experiences. Um, and some even pulled away from their parents uh, for a number of years because they were embroiled in the middle of the conflict, as many parents do, even, even a, a parents with adult children. And so they didn't know how to deal with it and they just pulled away. So um, that's, that's one statistic and then of course, I have a skewed sample of the people who come to me because they're already in pain. They know they're in pain. I'm a therapist and I work in the collaborative divorce and mediation fields as well. And so, but if they come to me, they're already searching. So, um, but the neutral research, that's the best info we have right now so far. And, and is the pain from, uh, you know, I, I would think it would be disruptive because all your life, you have parents and your parents are there to protect you. And even though you're an adult, it kind of rips at the fabric of all that you know, even as an adult child. And, and is that the forgetting the whether it's amicable, not amicable, but is that really at the crux of what what drives a lot of these concerns among adult children? I love the way you said that. I'm going to remember that because I, I write about this topic. It rips at the fabric, and I'll give you credit for saying that, of what, and what the adult children know. That's exactly what they say. They don't, Not as eloquently as you just did, but yes. And they say, you know, many adult children say, I think I have it more difficult, or we adult children do, than the minor children, not to minimize what the adult minor children are going through, but we've been part of this family so much longer. So we have more years to grieve and we have more years to wonder, was our life all smoke and mirrors? Was it like a facade at Disneyland? You know, that what was going on behind the scenes wasn't 
uh, what they we put out, what the parents put out, if they seemed like a happy couple. Of course, sometimes it hasn't been a happy marriage and the adult children knew that. But it still, as you said, rips at the fabric of what they've known and they haven't expected, even if they thought along the way their parents might divorce, they hadn't really expected it would really happen. And the shock of when it really happens, they have some very strong language describing that shock and what the experience was like. How does that formulate or impact their own relationships? So many adult children, not all, but many adult children may be married or have a partner or a spouse. Um, I would imagine that even if it's later in life, because a lot of research has been done about the impact, I think, of divorce to young children and the impact later in life. But what's the impact to relationships for adult children of a great divorce? Excellent question. Um, what the research has found, and I've experienced it in my practice as well, is that adult children can start to doubt their own ability to sustain a relationship long term. If my parents weren't able to do it, why do I think I'm going to be any better able at doing it? And then there's that really fun saying, the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. And they do start questioning their ability and even saying things like, I'm not a very good husband right now. I'm not a very good wife right now, uh, or husband, husband, wife, wife, whatever the case may be. And my spouse deserves a better person than I am. So it can really go to the core of their identity. And there is research about we get our identity from all the relationships we're in. And certainly the, the parental growing up relationship is a big influence on our identity. And how do you, um, I'm trying to think of a, I know that we gain a lot from our, our own experiences and our experiences through our parents, but it's not predetermined or predestined that we're going to fail. I mean, that is not, as far as I know, I'm not a, 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 a physician or a doctor, but it's not embedded in our DNA, right? So we, exactly. we have the ability to predetermine our own or presuppose what our, our expectations will be in the future. Yes, absolutely. And so when an adult child is questioning him or herself, as I just described, the best step for him or her to take at that point is to talk with a professional, a medical doctor, clergy, their support groups. Now there's so many support groups online so that they, they realize they're not alone. That's one of the biggest blows to our identity is when we think we're alone and no one else is going through this as much as intellectually we might think there are other people going through it. So connecting in other relationships and being around people who can listen deeply to what the adult child is saying he or she is experiencing is part of their healing and could prevent, as you were getting at, Jeffrey, uh, them feeling like they're going to be a failure, just like their parents failed marriage. Yeah, I, I can just, you know, I can layer in my own predisposition to, to thinking that. But I, I, I think that that's probably something that has to be overcome through therapy. Well, Carol, I need to take a very quick break. When we come back, we'll talk more about adult children and gray divorce. How do you handle it? You're going to want to stay tuned right here on BRN AM. Imagine a new television network that will make you richer, healthier, and in control 
of your financial future. This network is for the policewoman in Nashville, Tennessee, the baker in Dubuque, Iowa, the teacher in Lexington, Kentucky. We want to make the idea of savings and retirement culturally relevant. But what do you see as a defining issue of the midterms? Especially for the smaller businesses, I mean, they are the lifeblood of the American economy. Featuring exclusive interviews, current affairs, and docu-series. 33 yeah. years old, you retired early. The philosophy is money only matters if it helps you live a life that you love. But you gotta start thinking about retirement as soon as you get in. The Broadcast Retirement Network will drive very high engagement with premium partnerships. So this isn't retirement and savings for your parents or grandparents. This is for all Americans. And we're gonna change the way you think about money. Welcome to the next frontier of retirement and savings. This is BRN, the Broadcast Retirement Network. Well, Carol, thanks so much for staying with us. Really appreciate you hanging around for segment number two this morning. I'm glad to be here as always. <laughs> yeah, um, and I wanna, I wanna pick up on something that you mentioned in the last segment, and that is community. And what I found very interesting is that uh, when I'm talking with with uh, Dr. Busho yesterday, she mentioned support groups, community for the divorcees in terms of rebuilding your future. But the same applies for adult children. And there are communities, there are faith-based groups that or, or therapists like yourself where people can go and, and feel comforted knowing that there are other, you're not alone. You're, you're, there are other people just like you. Yes. That's really important. They're much harder to find for the adult children of gray divorce um, because there is a myth in our culture that because these, these children of the marriage are adults, they're just going to roll with it. And, you know, they'll just be fine. They weren't five or six or seven years old when their parents divorced. I don't know about you, Jeffrey, but I've yet to meet someone going through divorce of the parents who didn't have some negative experiences or feelings, even if they wanted the divorce. So why do we believe it's a myth in our culture that the adult children won't have any negative feelings? So yes, if, if they can find support groups, you know, faith-based groups, doesn't have to be the topic of, you know, divorce. It can be even about grieving because what these, many of these adult children say is my family is dead. So there is grieving. They're in shock and grieving, even if it's a year or two later. Or Codependence Anonymous would be another group. They're online uh, because sometimes the children take on the role of being the caretakers and caregivers of their parents, even if the parents are 55. They're not 95, right? But sometimes parents are older. And they need to learn about boundary setting and be able to tell their parents, I love you. I care about you. Don't put me in the middle with you know each of you. And I'm going to help you find a clergy person, a professional therapist, doctor, somebody to talk with because I'm not a professional, the adult children can say, and I don't know how to help you. And I love both of you and don't put me in the middle, but many adult children are afraid to say that 
So groups like Codependence Anonymous can help with that as well. Yeah, I didn't mean to interrupt you. I was going to say what you're, there's a practical aspect to this as well. And you mentioned caregiving and thinking about how to care give uh, if you're an adult child later in life. I mean, we all tend to take care of our parents just as they took care of us. There's a practical aspect to that too, because now you have parents that could be in different locations. They could be a block away from each other in terms of living, but they could also be in different states or potentially in different countries. That creates a caregiving challenge where you could be forced, maybe not on purpose, but forced to choose for whom you're going to care if your parents are aging and need help. Yes, absolutely. And so then we have guilt coming into the picture. And guilt is something that's designed in humans to make us feel bad if we didn't help in some way that we could have. Like we see someone in the road and a big truck's coming and we don't yell at them to get out of the way and they're hit by the truck. Well, we should feel bad about that. But we didn't create, the adult children didn't create the parents' divorce. They didn't create probably that the parents moved away if they did move away and are trying to maybe sometimes force them to pick love me more than you love your other parent. All, in terms of caregiving, maybe the reality, as you said, Jeffrey, is that one parent does need more help. And so a professional can help, like a professional therapist or psychologist, can help the adult children uh, and the other parent who doesn't need so much help understand, you know, that it doesn't mean that the adult child loves that other parent less, but they need to be more present for the parent that maybe is ailing or or just very depressed or has anxiety from the divorce. It can't even work. Some of the parents can't even focus anymore at work. They're so devastated by a divorce. And there's some parents who, you know, come fine, of course. Yeah, I mean, sorry, I mean, again, I didn't mean to interrupt you. I Sometimes I don't get my good social cues. I need to work on that. But um, I want to ask you the last question about mental health. And that's something that in our society has been typically taboo. Uh, we don't necessarily talk about that, but this is a trigger. This is something where you may not even realize as a child of divorcees of divorce, you may not even realize the impact on your mental health. Um, but it is critical. Your sleep, your anxiety, your stress levels, all probably f are, are impacted by this as well as other events. Absolutely. And thank you for saying that the adult children don't often realize the source of it. They think, what's wrong with me? I can't focus at work, or I'm snappy at my own kids, or, or at my spouse, or I'm not sleeping, as you said, or I'm drinking more than I should, or I've lost my appetite. All these things, those are symptoms of not being able to cope with something in our lives. And it's very common that a therapist will ask, let's say the adult child comes to therapy and say, well, what's changed recently in your life? And I, I write about this in the book. And they're like, I can't think of anything. Oh, wait. Well, you know, my parents did get divorced about six months ago. It was horrible. I mean, they split up. And they've just completely become seduced, I should say, uh, not sexually, of course, by the myth that they aren't supposed to feel any negative you know, feelings or have any negative experiences their parents' divorce. So I'm glad you brought that up. It's really important to pay attention to what they're feeling, the symptoms they're experiencing. Yeah, we shouldn't be afraid, men, women, of feeling what we feel and then realizing that. I think that is like one of the biggest challenges with uh, dealing with uh, 
with mental health. Carol, we're going to have to leave it there. Always great to see you. Thanks so much for joining us. And we look forward to having you back on the program again very soon. I look forward to it too, Jeff. Thank you. And that wraps up this episode of BRNAM. Have a topic of interest, someone you think we should talk to? Well, then drop us a line. And don't forget, for all the latest curated news in lifestyle, wellness, finance, tech, so much more and all in one place, check out today's edition of our daily newsletter, The Morning Pulse. Want to search our archives, check out our latest content? Well, then visit our website. We're back again tomorrow with another edition of BRN Weekly. Jane King, a financial journalist, will be joining us from the NASDAQ. And then we'll be taking a look back at some of our best segments for the week. You won't want to miss it. Until then, I'm Jeff Snyder. Stay safe. Keep on saving. Don't forget, roll with the changes. Now is your opportunity to co-create content around any topic on the first lifestyle and wellness network. Reach a global audience through our platform and co-own exclusive branded content. All of our programs are available on demand and also as audio-only podcasts so you can take us on the go. Broadcast Retirement Network, available anytime, anywhere, and on any device.